I just want to know why you so fine. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of Non Time Bob Podcast. We got a special guest here, Mia Michelle, and <laughs> she's joining me today to say, "What's up?" Yeah, bitch, what's your motherfucking tea? First of all, you look fine today. Um, Thank you. when you went to your boy, um, oh Jesus, cut this out. When you went to your bro, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Go ahead, get it out. When you went to your brother's birthday, your whole outfit was nice. And you look good today, too. Like, with your little twist out and stuff. Like... You know me. You know, I like the fade, though. Yeah, I know. But your natural hair is so beautiful. Why, why you... Thank you. Why you like the fade? Because I think it's a down south thing. Like, you be having beautiful waves. And then when you wear your grill and hit it from the back... Ooh, it be making it, me oh, feel good. Is it, and I do like when your hair is, um, waved out and stuff. Well, thank you. Welcome, Mia, to this podcast. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. So how's everything? Can I ask you a question? Uh, Can I be flamboyant? Like, do I have to be ladylike? No. Okay. Okay. How has, uh, life been for you? How's life been treating you? Life has been treating me good. Um, uh, so far, it's. It, I think it's like everyone else. We, we all have to like do our part and to make sure that mm-hmm. we right, try right. to make our own lives um, prosperous and happy. Because right, right. happiness doesn't just come. So I'm just trying to do my part in life so that it's balanced. Right. 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 Anything new going on with your life? You started the new year off fresh. <laughs> you know, did you let let all with the old in with the new vibe like everybody else be doing any New Year's resolutions and new waves and vibes? I feel like, um, to be honest, thing, like... I had thought about it, but really, like, that takes commitment. I feel like you, like, if you have commitment and discipline, I feel like if you have that commitment and discipline before New Year's, then you can, like, delve in that. But, like, I feel like it takes a little bit longer when you make that decision to, like, be like, okay, I'm going to change this. Because it takes, it takes, like, I think six, like a week to form a habit. And it takes six weeks to break it. So just imagine you trying to do this whole lifestyle change, how long it's going to take for you to break those bad habits, which I'm not saying it can't happen, but I make that point to say um, that it's not easy to be like a new year, new me. You, I mm. think you can make that, that change mentally, but like it's not going to take into effect right in the beginning of the year like it's gonna take it's gonna take some time right right but i think you could set goals yeah i set some goals for the year yeah let's see what this year brings but did you see like on twitter and facebook this it was a satire page that posted on their twitter it's called at trans mindful they posted on their Twitter that the Aretha Franklin song, Natural Woman, was 
inherently um you know violent and exclusive of trans women and blah 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 some along those lines um <laughs> and i think they deleted or whatever but it was basically satire and then a lot of what i explained on my last podcast that a lot of people post things for clickbait to get people riled up and so a lot of these blogs took it and said trans community is upset you know at aretha franklin natural natural woman they want the song taken down blah 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 (laughs) basically and you know and then of course you got those people that's like see here we go again you know what i'm saying that song was made in 1960 you know three or something like that here we go y'all tripping what do you think about that whole thing because they later came out and said you know this page was actually a satire page um what do you think about the whole situation as a trans woman i think that um i'm definitely uh every woman so i don't think that that was transphobic because I Wait, feel like what? What people, it, it, it goes you make me feel like I kind of felt like he was affirming uh-huh. like well, I remember hearing it like um again for after a long time and I remember driving like oh yes yeah, sometimes the trade do make me feel like a natural woman okay you because you definitely make me feel like no but for real but the song in general <laughs> didn't have anything to do with trans women like i think what like the community sometimes thinks is that you know we got to tear down these old um <laughs> homophobic or ways of thinking of course it, we, it sometimes we to, do but it came out to be satire it wasn't a right road. but i'm saying that's probably the the um the objective like oh you know let's dismantle all of this um transphobic thing so that it doesn't continue to upset us in the future so like whenever somebody is like oh i'm i have an issue against it sometimes we tend to think that um it's actually a real issue instead of people like just trying to start shit and I think, I think a lot of people like, do, I, I think a lot of people like doing that just to prove points. Like, I'm going to make it a point to make certain facts, um, um, not certain facts, but certain things that, um, happen about the community or that could be about the community that doesn't necessarily have anything but negative connotations behind them. A lot of it isn't like like just things. Some of it is like just to get the people riled up. It could be an actual trans person that run the account, but I don't think so. But based off the tweets, when I look at their tweets, they talk about how this is the sad thing is the woke movement has people thinking that this was a real thing, and that and, and I'm proving that point that that's how far the trans community takes it with things. You know what I'm saying? To where y'all actually think this is real. When I'm talking to you or any other trans woman I know, I've never heard them say that we that had song. an issue with I'm every woman. I ain't never heard it. Wasn't ev- was I'm problem. every woman is natural woman. Oh, well, yeah. I ain't never heard no bitch say, well, no trans yeah. woman say, oh, I have an issue with um, that song ever. Never heard that. So, so. But I I do feel like 
some people do um, ride the bandwagon, like especially when when that stuff came out about um, Dave Chappelle. I feel like people really didn't like do their homework. They kind of just was like, oh, well, I'm putting two and two together and it makes sense. So I'm just going to ride the wave. Right. So have you seen some people um, talk about, yeah, they feel like natural woman is offensive in a sense have you seen anybody say that like because you have a lot of trans women on your social media i don't so i don't know i haven't seen like um, i've seen people allude to not wanting to educate like Mm -hmm. straight people but i haven't seen any trans women be like that was something that affected them and i think that the only people that are are um um, advocating against the song are probably non people of color, and you know non trans people not, that aren't color. <laughs> you know, now that you say that, I mean trans people who are not. Color, I get what you say. You know that people that are black. <laughs> now that you say that, um, I noticed that people are having a habit of they seem to be quicker to attack black people or anything is that just me i could be tripping but it seemed like when it come to like black entertainers um it seemed like they are quicker to try to throw them away and publicly crucify them of course and i don't really see that happen on the level that it does with white people with the counterparts who do violent stuff all the time and when it comes to, to like black entertainers saying certain things everybody gang up it seems like people go 10 times harder on a black person if they say something they don't like or, i agree yeah yeah they do well they do i think it's because well we know it's because of the way um society is and mm-hmm. how um they treat black people in general like this like we we know that um black people haven't had the same justice and the same treatment for a very long time. And it it still continues, unfortunately. Everybody's trying to cut the slice, you know, out the pie of where do we draw the line with this? And, you know, I heard you having a conversation with people saying, what about my freedom of speech? If I don't agree with you are uh, me, a man, or you a woman, I don't want to call you, she, or me, he, because that violates because that their, violates their right and their freedom of speech and da, da, da. I think that shit is stupid as fuck. I think that's just there's a way of countering being uh, countering who you are. Um, it's just it's just the undertone of it. It's it's try it's it's a way to like try to be, try to say that they're politically correct and what they're doing is nothing wrong, but they know that they're intentionally trying to be funny in your face, or they're intentionally trying to invalidate you to be disrespectful. Because like like I told them like when um like the conversation you're speaking of, mm-hmm. um when the woman was like um my my quote unquote brother is transitioning and he him he he, it's the undertoning of stuff that is disrespectful. Like she knows that it's disrespectful for a trans um for a trans woman to be called he him. Now do we give people slack when it's when they're beginnings they're beginners? Yes, but like. When when I've told you that I specifically, these are my pronouns, she and her, 
and you didn't know I was trans before I told you I was trans and you were using the correct pronouns, then all of a fucking sudden you can't use the right pronouns. That means that's a fucking choice and you being funny. Mm -hmm. And, but they try to gaslight it to being like, oh, well, you know, it's against my belief and you can't. You can't tell me that I can't call you a he or him or I can't call you a woman because that's against my belief. Okay, well, that's fine because you can't make nobody do anything, right? You can't make nobody respect you, but there's alternatives. You can call me by my name. But what if they don't? What what if they say, I don't agree to calling you a girly name. I'm going to call you what your mama call you. I'm just saying, I stopped liking Cash Cleek. What to change the name of Muhammad Ali? What kind of shit is that? Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, God damn it, this is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Mm-hmm. That's right. I say Clay. Get out of here. But when we talk about um, things outside of that, like gender and nicknames, I'm sorry, like nicknames and stuff, when you're in, when when straight people are in spaces and they're like, oh, this is my nickname, this is what I go by, they prefer to be called by that. They're not going to just let somebody call them John and they say, my name is Poo Poo or. I used to hear that in school. Like they would, they would call out a name and then the person might not want to go by that. And then they'll say, I actually go by. Such and such. And they will respect it. Yeah. And it's never a problem. It's not, oh, I, you know, my belief system is so strong that I can't call you your, 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 um, your nickname. I have to call you your real name because it's just against my morals. Because I believe that I need to call you this because I have to call you by your real name. But no, they make fucking exceptions because they're identifying with what they, agree with oh you're identifying as a straight man and you still want to be called a nigga and we'll honor that because you go you check the box that i approve of Mm -hmm. so speaking of that you know what i'm saying what you think about you want me to light it for you i got extra hand (laughs) what do you think about the republican i think senator or congressman one of them in nebraska um, he's trying to get some type, I think a law passed to where you, you can get charged $1,500 or fined $1,500. A school can be fined $1,500 for addressing somebody as the wrong pronouns, basically saying if it's a trans kid or a trans person or a boy trying to say he's a girl, we can find that school money for trying to you know call them the wrong quote-unquote pronouns what do you think about that i think that's okay (laughs) and it might might be my bias but i think that that is okay because there are people no 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 i'm not talking about accidentally doing it i'm not talking about that i'm talking about people who intentionally No, that's not what this is it's something else is him saying if you affirm a trans person basically if you call them the wrong pronouns. Oh, if you call them 
Oh, you're talking about if you call them the wrong pronouns they see that they were wrong. born as. Right, exactly. If you call them anything they were or they were Did born. Did you get fine? No, or if their ID matches, their identification matches. Because, you know, that's, that's legally you can't. There's always a loophole. Yeah, officer told me that. I thought that, that, like, you know, people had to abide by what you say if you tell them. And he was like, oh, if your ID says this, then yes, they can say that you can't come in here and you're out of dress code because men are supposed to dress this way. Or they can call you the wrong pronouns. And when I went to jail that one time for my traffic ticket, that lady, um, this fat um, bitch that w- had arrested me she was calling me the wrong pronouns and she said well it says it on your license so yeah if your le- you, legal information ain't changed they got the right to do that because it's your legal information fucking bitches there's always loopholes and that's what happened when I went to Egypt basically they were trying to figure out why my passport didn't match what I look like <laughs> and I got passable I got more passable since I actually got my uh, passport. I got my passport at like 18 and then I transitioned at 19. By that time, when I went to Egypt, it's already been like three years since I transitioned. So they was giving me grief and, you know, basically they trying to say, Oh, you calling this clearly a boy, a girl, $1,500 fine. Yeah, I get it. They're, they're saying anybody who is an ally or anybody who affirms trans people, if their legal, doc- legal documentation isn't done, then bitch, you're going to get fined. So what that's going to make the girls do is get their legal information changed <laughs> really fast. But it's also like you could be creating an issue like rushing people so that they are not in violent situations. And that is a violent situation when somebody is not affirming you and they're denying you of simple things like calling me the correct pronouns that I I feel like is respectful for me. That's a mental health issue. Mm, Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, why are you fucking with people? Like people mind their business. Why are you fucking with people? But I mean, they see how radical the trans movement is, the LGBT movement is, so they kind of like, let's be just as radical. Let's meet these motherfuckers where they at. That's, that's crazy That's inevitable. That's that inevitable. shit is crazy. They're not going to just sit back and you, what the fuck you thought? You thought they were just going to sit back and just be like, oh, okay. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. I Hell mean, nah. they didn't, haven't sat back and let black folks do what they want to do. So, who am I to think that they're going to let queer people do that? Of of course not. Because now they see us in movies now. They see more representation. So they're trying to do everything they can. They're like, like bitch, let me stop. Because <laughs> I know if you bitches are able to transition early, it's really going to be a problem. So let me go ahead and stop you hoes in y'all tracks. Right there at the gate. So we can, we can still have some telltale signs when you get older. Let's <laughs> wait until after puberty and changes happen that you can't unchange so that we can clock T, you know. H- have you ever met like a non-binary person and they look so um, androgynous? Androgynous to where you was really trying to figure out what their natal gender was? Yeah. Like, uh, Arnold, is that his name? It's his name, Arnold. It's a butch queen that Alonzo. Alonzo, I have, I call that baby Arnold, but it <laughs> he's a gay man. He don't want to be a woman, 
But when you look at him and you hear him talk, he sound he sounds really feminine. He looks feminine. He has small um facial features. His he don't have um facial hair. So when he gets up and drag in his uh in his illusion, he looks like a a girl because it's it's he is so his look is so androgynous. Like if I looked at him, even though he he doesn't take hormones, he doesn't um say that he's trans, even when he's out of drag, mm-hmm. he looks androgynous. Like you you like, okay, I can see the boy, but I can't see the boy. So if you don't tell me that, I could think that it's something else. So that's what androgyny yeah. um looks like to me. <laughs> It's like, bitch, you could be on this side or you can't be on this side. Like, you see some. It's, that's happened to me once where because friends around me at like that met the person too are politically correct in yeah. a way. And so they're not going to say that is a woman or that's a man. They're going to be respectful. So I, I'll, be, I'll be stuck in the headspace like, is this... If they, especially, especially if they're know. on hormones. So like, like <laughs> I've met that where I think it was an A fat person assigned female at birth on hormones and androgynous at the same time where it was hard to tell if they were trans. Like, where did they transition from? <laughs> I don't know. It could have been a cis guy where he just had a softer look, but so I what don't are you know. doing those moments? Because this ginger people complain about their shit. I just respect they them. They be like, "Oh, it's just it makes me feel so uncomfortable. I don't know what to do because I don't." They paint LBGT people out to be so sensitive. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a gaslighting. But that's technique. some people's goal, but though. Like some androgynous, yeah, some androgynous people to break want, those binaries. Some androgynous people want you to not be able to tell because they want to be so non-binary, non-binary that. They want to give that androgynous the look. The girls, yeah. I mean, so they don't really want people to know or assume their gender, really. And they just like that. But it Get do make life. it do I make me be, like, uncomfortable in the sense of, damn, I don't know. I usually can tell. But, see, and, but, you, but then I'm still respectful. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but you also, like, no shade. Like, we advocate this in our community. Like, if nobody like the respectful way to do that is to be like hey you know mind your business can I, basically. you can you can mind your fucking business yeah. that's the best that's the that's the first thing you could do right. but you can also be like hey you know pull the person to the side especially if they, it's in a group setting because mm-hmm. you don't want to embarrass the bitch mm-hmm. but you could always pull that person and say hey come here real quick i want to you know i wanted to ask you something i didn't want and i wanted to do away from others because i don't know how you feel about certain questions and stuff but i want to know like you know what's your pronouns and what do you go by and i'm not trying to be offensive it's just you um i wanted to i wanted to know instead of <laughs> assuming and then further offending you and embarrassing you in front of everybody and i'm pretty sure has somebody done pin- that to you before <laughs> <laughs> they, but fucking better not be and I, I can see how that can be like offensive even when you're trying not to be offensive but but 
I'd rather pull a bitch to the side. Well, I'd rather somebody pull me okay. to the side yeah. versus like asking me yeah. in front of everybody. Like if we in a group setting, but it, like I mean, it's tricky. It's like you could you could still be stepping on toes, or you could just mind your business and like ask people around. But then that can be that could get messy. So it's like just just. Try to be as respectful as you can be. Right. Um, like anybody, you don't know how you're going to offend anybody because, you you know, perception is in the eye of the person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just try to be respectful, whatever that looks like to you. And then has, has somebody ever transitioned and you were surprised that they transitioned? Like you ever knew somebody before they transitioned and then they transitioned and was surprised by it? personally like well i don't know a lot of bitches first of all but oh every every never trying to think i have to think about that one i that's happening i haven't gagged at nobody transitioning around me like there was this um one like really feminine gay boy at the at the time i'm saying gay boy at the time because they had okay. decided to transition. Okay. And they used to ask me like for tips and stuff. And when they transitioned, I was like, Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. But no, I haven't seen anybody, but I'm pretty sure they're like out there that like haven't. Yeah, they're out the there because it's happened to me. To, you know, do it at a certain time and just, Oh, I'm going to do it. Or they haven't did the self exploration. To really have you ever have, have you ever met somebody that detransitioned? Like personally, you knew them personally in your life, and then they detransition. That's happened to me too. Oh yeah, I have. I have a trans woman. Trans that, man. No, I'm saying like on the trans woman side. Oh, I didn't know you were being specific. Um, in ballroom, I didn't know them personally. Hmm. Did it surprise you? Yeah, because I just seen this bitch while realness, and she had titties and ass, and she looked smooth. Like her face was like nice, and then like the next probably like month, maybe they're like in boy clothes. I'm the um, one that showed you, right? I don't know who showed me. Maybe so. Because I remember being surprised. Seeing, you know, I had a friend on Facebook. I scrolled back because I'm seeing like people under the comments saying, you know, glory to God and, you know, glad you're back. And I'm like, what, what's going on here? So I clicked the comments and it was one of your friends. he looked like, no, he looked like a stud. It was, it's a trans woman that did transition. Looked like a stud, but. I was like, what's, what's going on? And I scroll and I see it's a trans woman trans, detransitioning back into a guy. And then his family, I'm assuming the pronouns are he now, but his family, you know, was saying, glad to see you, you know, God touched you and, you know, all these different things, you know, congratulating and da da da. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. What do you think? I actually have, I actually do. I lied. Um, well, I didn't lie. I just forgot. Um, it was a white girl named 
a white trans girl named Christ, Kristen. Oh. And like the interesting part is that like some people who detransition, um, for sometimes for, from what I've seen, it's always been for like religious really reasons. Yeah, and so, yeah. so when they detransition, they became what I call a Bible thumper is like somebody who like, it's or not, I wouldn't even say a Bible thumper. Cause I think Bible thumper is problematic. Cause I think a there's no reason. Kinda. No, well, no, I would say like somebody who, um, uses the uh, word as a weapon against people who don't align with what they, what they believe in. And so after they detransitioned, they, they became like, um, one of them people who like, um, prosecute the the person, excuse me, persecute people, um, for trans people. Well, yeah, which was like extremely contradicting because how could you do that to a community that you just came from knowing that the intimate details of what we go through, you know what I mean? Personally, so how could you just like turn around? It just was well, so they, they, to they, me. They, but I don't judge nobody. They turn around and believe it. It's not that they're. They feel like. It's not that they feel like. They're not thinking. Oh, this community I came from. They're just gonna think in their frame of mind. Well, it's the truth. Now I know. I learned. And thank God he saved me from that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of that attitude. It's and not. And I get that. Yeah. I just, my, my issue is like, like, okay, yeah. for lack of a better, um, um, analogy, analogy. Right, right. It's like a, a, a biracial white passing person, um, blending in because they're so passable to be white and then treating black people like white people who are racist treat black people. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't know about that example. I mean, mean, that's a bad example because Uh, they, uh, they're ultimately still black regardless. So that's almost saying like the trans person, regardless they detransition is the trans. That's not what I mean by that. I'm just saying it's just like, you know, that intimate part of our, culture and you turn around and become the same um issue that you had on the um the outside when you were outside of that group it just can can i can i be honest i think a lot of it has to do with trauma they maybe they transition due to trauma in the straight community then they see that it's trauma in the trans community <laughs> and LGBT community. And then it's like, you know what? We all fucked up. And fuck all y'all, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like, I'm a just, I never was trans in the first place. So this is me. I don't Listen, know, do like your, do your big one. I don't know the frame of mind. I don't you know, know. I don't even. We're, and that's why we're assuming, right? We don't yeah. know. Um, just stay on your part of the grass. Mm. Don't knock on my door. Yeah, it was um somebody that was a friend that was a trans guy that um detransitioned 
you know, goes by she and stuff. And mm-hmm. we was friends and we kind we of fell off her. We I kind mean, of fell sister. off, you know, after that. And then she turned into kind of like a evangelist kind of, but... And and it it was a it was another it was another. Babe, um, wait a, wait a second, because you keep using the word evangelist. What does what does that mean to you? Evangelist is like a preacher that um, preaches of the end times, and you know what I'm saying like try to get people prepared for the end times, and you know preaches fire brimstone, you know all that. You know what I'm saying. That's more so of my frame of mind what evangelist is. Because, you know, there's evangelist, pastor, preacher, you know what I'm saying, priest. There's different titles to a person that preaches the word, right? And so it was another woman that transitioned to a guy, got a hysterectomy, um, top surgery, and then became the same thing, you know what I'm saying, basically. And what I don't be getting is, this might sound ignorant, but like straddling that line of still dressing androgynous and preaching the way that you are, I don't get it a lot of times. I do. Like, why not go all the way if you're preaching fire and brimstone as being a reason why you detransition right. and why other trans people or just trans people because you're not trans no more um, are damned versus yourself or queer people are, da- are are damned versus yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of weird to me. I mean, I get it. It's like I think because you know when you when you to transition. Hmm. It becomes a lot of like it, it's a it's a big way uh it's a big change. Mm-hmm. So I think to go from one thing to the other and then go back from that back to the thing that you wasn't there's some uncomfortability I think that that happens because like they in that that stage where I'm not passable. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking. Like I'm not looking the part that I'm saying, and so it make it's comfortable for me to go out in space, straight spaces to look like this because I don't get as much as a of a backlash versus them putting on this heteronormative hat, super heteronormative hat, where they have to look the part or they'll get scrutinized. Mm. They still want to fit in in a way. Yeah, they still want to like escape the scrutiny of being out the box. Mm, so until they probably look passable, that's when. This my this I'm assuming. I, I can see I'm that because that happened with one person that was a trans guy. Waited till I guess she looked softer and then <laughs> started dressing feminine. Yeah. So I can see that. I mean. Cause it kind of happens in the reverse way, like well, some for for some people. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't dress like a girl majority of my life. When I think about it, <laughs> the majority of my life. It's you were in between. Been, 
Uh, maybe middle school. Middle school. Well, you know, well, you have more freedom as a trans man to like, like, um, well, excuse me, as an AFAP person to like be in, um, so you boys think- clothes and not face as much scrutiny in the 2000s. So, so we, we talked about this before. So like, I think that AFAP people have more freedom with homosexuality and expression. Yeah. Versus a mad people have freedom with homosexuality, but with heterosexuality, but but with heterosexuality, a mad people have more freedom. It seems like to express, like God forbid, if you're a woman that have a lot of bodies, but if you're a man with a lot of bodies, that's okay. Yeah, the the um binary. Um, roles that are placed on gender, yeah, yeah, and I think that AFAP people have a little more freedom with being queer than AMAP yeah. people. Well, I, yeah, of course, I think that AMAP people have more freedom with um, better experiences, being able to have more partners versus AFAP people, and AFAP people have more. Um, better experiences being able to express their sexuality um in different more ways. freedom but well you, you, that, that's you, what i mean yes. so but i also see like in the queer community um people uphold that with afab people like for instance don't be an afab person and like if you're a stud don't be bisexual you're gonna get even like with a trans man, it's like we get backlash from other trans men or um, lesbians if we are bisexual or like men. And then it's even some gay men that uphold that with trans men, you know, saying that if there if if we have sex with a lot of men, it's like still calling us a slut. Still, like I be seeing how they title stuff. The misogyny. Yeah, I see how they still treat it. Like they still, still see us as a fab people, and they're a map. So they're still cis gay the misogynistic, men. Misogynistic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they uphold that as well at mm-hmm. times. So they do. You know, it really depends on the situation. With trans people, it always make things a little rocky. And complicated, like it shakes the table a little bit with certain things, but it does still like an AFAB person liking an AFAB person that's kind of is looked down on a lot, but it's a lot less violence. I feel like that goes versus an AMAP person, and I think that has to do with time, right? Um, because there was, and that's why I say like 2000s, because there was a time where, um it wasn't as accepted for lesbianism. That's true. Um, like it held the same uh, consequence as uh, being gay. But the focus is but, still on assigned male at birth people when it comes to like even trans conversations and gay conversations. You know what I mean? 
like the focus is on like say for instance trans people in sports the focus oh, be on it's always on, on trans women, trans women yeah, versus well, it has always been that way because trans women have always been the the forefront of the trans community at the forefront like when you think about as far as visibility and social media or and gen- not social media it's always like- been more of y'all in general now it's a lot of trans men that are transitioning than ever but i think trans women just were more visible because of um how it's not as easy to transition from male to female versus i think female to male because uh, wait (laughs) just a second because society has not caught up to what to look for for trans men and then also as a man operating a society that to be associated as a trans man that still takes away your manhood in which cis men still fight over the death for that's why they kill so many trans women I mean, yeah, that's why they think it's okay to kill trans women because they're protecting their manhood because of the societal violence that comes behind not being that kind of man. So I think, (laughs) go ahead, Steve. I'm going to forget what the fuck I had to say. Go ahead, But you know you want to hear me? I don't want to interrupt black woman. Go ahead. That's right. But I forgot what I had to say. Go ahead. I just, I want to make sure that I'm sharing this platform. Okay. So, this this always been a debate. If trans women, if trans men are more passable, if trans men are more passable, you know, yes, testosterone is a strong chemical. But I feel like even when they do clock us, they're not going to be as tripping over it versus when a trans woman is when we're not like versus a trans woman, because like I said, a a fat people have more freedom with homosexuality. I think that we, a lot of us are visibly queer, but people just pay it. Okay. So I agree with you, Papa, with that point. But my point was that the reason why trans men weren't, as I agree with what you said. I'm visible. saying sometimes that what I said is the actual instance. Like, yes, we get clocked. Yes, but the, but the social consequences. That's what I'm saying. Is more grave. Yes, that's what I'm saying. For a trans man, so it's not necessarily because it's grave for cis men. It's it, it's 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 uh, severe. That's what I'm saying. So it's not always necessarily that it's just that trans men can pass easier. Is the, it's also the fact that some people just pass, just just pay it when we clock. I, th- I think two truths can be yeah, exactly true that's what I'm at saying. the same time. I'm so saying. I think it's both. I think it's both. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we agree. Right. Oh, thanks for inviting me to the podcast. <laughs> so you know, speaking of blending and stuff. So when you worked with the J Milan <laughs> agency, when you worked, you know, with different celebrities and stuff, and then you, um, you were a part of Drake and Travis Scott's video. 
I wasn't uh, a part of it. I, I worked in the background. You were, yes, you worked in it. You signed a non-disclosure NDA. Yeah. Like you were in these spaces. Did you have any issues like, um, with transphobia in these straight spaces? Because, you know, a lot of people don't want to go outside of their comfort zones and want to just stay like in the queer community. But you, I would say you're like that where you don't mind going into the straight spaces. And also what I always liked about Sydney star is she has pushed that boundary of trying to go into straight spaces and being successful at it. In a lot of instances, even though it was times where she was blacklisted, yeah. you know, and still pushing and striving that line. I feel like you're similar where you're going to strive for what you want and you're going to go in spaces where you feel like you want to go. Yeah, because, bitch, you can't tell me where I can't go and where I can go. And I'm going to make sure that I put myself in them situations. I mean, in those spaces because you said I can't do it. But what if, what if, like, like I asked, did you deal with, like, weird shit? Like, um... Even if it's passive aggressive. Not directly, but there were undertones of some things that happened. Um, But for the most part, I was welcome. Um, But there were things, there were undertones of things that uh, made it apparent that it could be an issue. Mm. Um, it's kind of like know your space, know know your know your place. Like there was nothing verbally said. That's the thing I know was- it could be passive. It could be passive. I'm not saying just with Jay Malone. I'm saying just in Jay, general. First of all, Jay Malone um, was a really sweetheart to me. She mm-hmm. um, she made me feel comfortable in every space. Um, mm-hmm. She was really sweet to me. Like she, first of all, I really thank her for even allowing me to be in those spaces as a black trans woman, mm-hmm. um, because that's putting her in. It could possibly put her in dangerous situations because she's at risk even of a, losing business. Yes, because right. she's even associated with me, and a lot of people think the trans thing is really touchy, and they don't want to be associated with it because of that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I. I she didn't even have to allow me to be in those spaces. She she didn't have to. She could have just been like, "Oh, well, you know, we're gonna pick someone else," um, and just paid it because I was very upfront with being trans. Right, right, right. So I, I like I thank her for even allowing me those opportunities to be even in those spaces. But I think that's the reality of life, right? So like, there are gonna be times where, okay, yeah, you're in spaces. But there are going to be undertones that you see that happen that don't necessarily make big impacts, but you understand them because of um, what you represent. Mm -hmm. Like you was a black person when you were at work and um, you see every uh, a lot of men have different hairstyles, but you're told that um, your afro is unkept and you need to do something about it. You know that that is an undertone of anti-blackness. Mm-hmm. So, but you're not directly, you know what I mean? Like you're not directly 
Um, and some people think collector. they're helping you too by telling you that. Some people think they're helping you. Like, hey, if you want to move up, you need to change. And sometimes they are. That is a that can mm-hmm. be a way because they're like, oh well, I know this system. I know what it takes to be a part of this system, and what you're doing is not is not going to get you to where you want to be if that's where you want to be. And you can decide whether or not you want to participate in, in it and, or conform to it. Right. Anyways, can you, but can you erase it? I guess. Thank you. I'm going to keep certain parts. <laughs> Erases it. <laughs> okay. Erases. So, okay. I think. <laughs> Okay, what do you think about certain trans women exposing a certain high caliber of men? Because, you know, some people think y'all don't have access to them. In reality, if you're close to trans women, love trans women, into them, you know what's up. So it's like, what do you think about women that do that? Because it is some people that's like, well, if you consider yourself a woman, what do you need to expose somebody for? If you really say that you're... You know, if these men are heterosexual, what are you exposing them for? But, you know, what I would kind of say to that is it's even cis women that try to expose niggas. Like, even, like, some strippers or, you know, people that society consider the bottom of the barrel. They try to expose dudes because they know it would hurt their reputation in some way by being associated with them. And then they could kind of be disowned in a way. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that type of exposing? I think that is nasty. I think that is, um, it's violent. Um, mm. Violent. Oh. Yeah, it's violent because mm. they know that the, um, the social consequences that become, that comes behind. Right. Um, that, so I think that is wrong. I, um, and so- I also think like if you do do that, mm-hmm. like, you should be. Oh, it was so bad. It oh, was, was it uh. was it was it was somebody that exposed a celebrity for fucking with them um, because they said they were trying to protect themselves and uh, the the person was being violent. It was some celebrity guy who was accused of fucking with uh, either a trans woman and they were saying they were exposing because the person was being violent to them so they were trying to protect themselves by getting the info out there something like that what do you think about that like do you still think it's violence if you're like meeting violence with violence i think that first of all (laughs) that that doesn't make sense to me because (laughs) i mean i understand meeting violence with violence but like if it like really was like it was given like it's my life or death situation bitch you can go to the police without spilling somebody tea no can shame. you you know the police don't be giving a fuck about that. okay so wait social justice is gonna do the truth no i'm just saying like maybe that's adding fire on the flame by exposing them publicly and you know this is a public figure maybe that's making it worse but i get like where okay say for instance a woman is going through domestic violence in the shadows a cis woman going through domestic violence with a celebrity guy in the shadows, right? And so, 
<laughs> say that the person is being violent to them and then they expose them for being violent publicly, even though that know that can maybe kill them, but they're saying, I'm exposing it because they could kill me. So I want y'all to know what happened to me if it do happen. But what if that make the other person back back? Because now they, if something happened to them, the police or whoever would know it happened to them from this person that they expose. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I think that you can't compare them to because the social consequences are completely different. Okay. <laughs> like I get like, okay, yeah, you could be paying domestic violence. You go to jail. Yeah. And then, but you don't lose. Well, you could lose your family. Yeah, domestic violence, you. you can go to jail. Yeah. But, which is worse than a nigga knowing, mm, worse than a nigga but, being exposed as like but, a trans woman but, to but, me. But, but that woman is going to be protected. There are, that trans woman is not. You think so? Yeah. I can yes. See I can see that. Yeah. First of all, they're going to say, oh, this is the stereotype. This is what y'all do. You deserve it. And if something happens to you, then you deserve to die because y'all all do this. Right. There is the, the, the majority of people are going to be against mm-hmm. it. And I'm bring, I'm saying this because mm-hmm. of what I've seen um, mm-hmm. comments uh, on social media. Like, like I'm talking about hundreds of people agreeing with the murder of trans women because of that. Right. And so. Um, Exposing and then or also, what? Yeah, because of like you deserve it because um you shouldn't be you shouldn't be dealing you shouldn't be doing that anyway. Oh, there has been cases where the girl exposed a dude and she got killed. Yeah, a perfect Uh example is and I always and I'm actually writing a poem about about this. Um, Brayla Stone, like I I remember her so much because she was 17 years old. She was black. She was dark skinned and um i remember reading her story when i was like on my way to dallas and it was kind of like the beginning of the pandemic and like there was just death all around me and then that kind of like i I didn't show no emotion but that was like the cherry on top that and i was just crying the whole way almost the whole way to um dallas because it hurt my feelings so much um that somebody that was 17 that was murdered they didn't even get to um they didn't even buy, get to buy their first drink. They didn't get to go to college. They didn't get to see, like, experience a lot of things. And but they were murdered because, um, they had spilt this the the guy that they were dealing with tea, and the guy confided in. Well, I guess told like his ex girlfriend or some girl around him, and she told him to kill him or uh, her to prove um her his manhood, and so he killed her. Mm. And I don't agree with that uh, being the alternative is is murder mm-hmm. because you don't see when you see, okay, you, when you see cis women do that, the alternative is not murder. Like, um, Superhead is living fine and she's doing well. <laughs> Like cat stacks. She's doing okay. Well, I don't know these people. I'm I'm just saying they weren't murdered because of it. Right. No. But um and I'm I don't keep up with their lives either, but it's not the same. Yeah. And people would and if and if they were murdered because of it, people would advocate that it was wrong. Versus trans women. They would say that you it's expected, you tricked him and all the sexual shit. Yeah. So 
have you ever had a dude like threaten you? Like I'm talking about a dude you was intimate with, like dating, like actually dating to be in a relationship. Have they kind of tried to threaten you for exposing something and it kind of surprised you or what? Like, have they ever said if you ever tell anybody? We're gonna yes. have an issue. I've had um <laughs> I've had one I've had a um I wanna say like um like a, a fuck buddy when I was single. Mm-hmm. Um he was hood. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, if you tell anybody, then like he alluded that he would kill me. But he didn't say it. Mm-hmm. It it was passive aggressive. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm not fucking with you no more. Like, this interaction isn't worth me mm-hmm. thinking that I could trigger you into to killing me one day because you might think that I might expose you, bitch. No. <laughs> I think that's so crazy. Like, why can't you? And then it'd be the fucking nerves to me. It'd be niggas that ain't even that girl. And they'd be like, oh... <laughs> You're going to tell people, bitch, who are you? <laughs> I don't get why Girl, motherfuckers don't bitch. man up to when what they like. Like, if you was really confident with yourself, you wouldn't give a fuck about that. And you would just live your life and like what you like. Like, you would just man up. Like, But the... But the, the mm. But the social consequences, the social, those, so those social consequences for men are so severe. You could lose your family. You could lose your wife. You could lose your children. You could lose uh, your livelihood. You could lose so much because Papa living in your truth sometimes has consequences. And sometimes that consequences is too great for people. <laughs> like everybody can't. It's a lot of things that me and you go through on a daily basis that people would kill themselves over or they would detransition over or they wouldn't just be able to do. <laughs> and granted, we're all different. We all have our strengths and, and weaknesses. But I'm just saying like, we all can live in our truth and, and deal with those consequences that you can't run away from. Like when I tell people in a room that I'm trans or people that are uh, around me that I'm trans, I can't run away from that. Like, or people know that I'm trans, I'm automatically going to be treated that way. Or if I'm, uh, or me being black. So you're into ballroom. I am. And <laughs> and there you're part of the House of Prodigy, the iconic House of Prodigy, iconic baby, and we've been around ten plus years, and we're still here, and we're still gonna be at be here ten years later. Y'all were on the show, legendary. Some of y'all were. Um, <laughs> Wait, was that a was that a dub? No, I'm saying oh, okay. some of y'all were. That's how uh, established your house is. That's what I'm saying. So we on the se- we were in the second season, right? So your house has been having some issues lately. Do you, are you a part of any of that? Like, where do you fit in with that drama? What's the question? Your, Am I a part of any issues? Your, your overall mother left, so. Y'all are motherless. So, like, <laughs> do you, um, did that affect y'all, like the Houston people, anyway? Like, 
what what do you think about that situation like in general you're being messy right now no, i'm not you're a prodigy i'm sure you and you're a mother or what you're a house mother i'm a house mother in the houston chapter in the texas chapter, texas chapter. And, you know i'm not into ballroom like that i just see it when you have it on tv or which is what i prefer versus going you've been to a couple of balls yeah i've been to two and I prefer it on TV versus going because that shit reminds me of when I had to go to my little cousin pageants that it's was basically all pageantry. Day. It was all day. Like her cheerleading competitions, that shit was torture. And that's what it reminded me of. It never ended. So anyways, what do you think about all, all that? To be honest, yeah. like I'm a type of bitch that stay in her lane. Right. And I don't be knowing a lot of shit that be going on until it be like already done with. And I be like, damn, that's what happened. That's what happened. That's how much I'm on my business. So it's not affecting me because we already had a house mother leave already. Mm -hmm. Like probably like a year before um, or Mm -hmm. a couple of months before our, our current house mother left. So it's like. I, we already have like a strong foundation as mm-hmm. far as like leadership. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a house mother is making or breaking the house. It's just the representation of what mm-hmm. a house is supposed to look like. Yeah. That's it. But so it's not it, breaking it either. It seems like ballroom has turned into, you know, ballroom. We talked about this before. Ballroom kind of goes along with the societal norms at that time. And I think that, um, mm. in a way, like, like how it seems like if you have a social media presence, okay, that um, is influencing politics. to whether you're, yeah, to that influences the politics, whether you're, um, real or not, or you have a face or not, or are you, uh, it, that's what it seemed like. Like, it's like people will cheer for you on the sides. If you, on the sidelines, if you're that you girl. pay attention to their face and they're like, oh, <laughs> versus even if a girl is pretty, but because she don't have the popularity, it's kind of like, oh, unless you really just. Are. But you have to make the girls know it. That's the thing. <laughs> like you gotta be a traveling bitch. You gotta be, you gotta go to each state <laughs> and make them know it and beat the best of the best in each state. And if you haven't done this, like girl, well catch up. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and I- and it's you don't even have to have a big social media pl- presence. Like if you're one of those girls that when you come in, you win first place every time. You don't have to have a big presence. It's just that your career alone, you haven't lost against nobody. Mm-hmm. You've always, and, and that's like many opponents. All right. So, so like that type of reputation is different than like a social media following also. So what do you feel about, what do you feel about a lot of the trans women and trans men that have complained about the about a certain level of transphobia in ballroom and it mostly being like a cisgender gay male space um for the most part um it seemed like it's a bigger crowd more diverse crowd what do you feel about some of them leaving or saying i'm done with ballroom in general like how you feel about that 
I think that their feelings are valid, right? Because we all know what we can put up with and what we can't and what mm-hmm. we're not going to put up with. So I think that, you know, by all means, protect your space, right? Mm-hmm. Protect your peace, protect your mind. Um, I always want that for everybody because mm-hmm. that looks different for everyone. But um, not but, but also um, you also have to know what type of space you're 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 going into. And I mm-hmm. think that some people may have a misconception about a space. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's a negative space, but you have to know what you're getting yourself into. Like this isn't going to be a space where you're going to be applauded for being lackluster. So <laughs> you have to like be, you have to be the best at what you do in order to get praise. And I think some people think that, um, ballroom is like <laughs> these LBGT summits where <laughs> you, you got all this political correctness and it's, not that <laughs> and so um that's why some people don't like it yeah that's that's it really because they feel like realness categories is has some transphobia in it because y'all are just trying to assimilate into cis heteronormativity and you know all these all these things you know why they and you know i kind of used to feel that way like damn like in my everyday life I live life as a man. So why am I going to go up to a stand and be picked apart and have maybe my counterparts be like, <laughs> this and this, like point out characteristics. What, like, we, bitch, if it's for $12,000, I'm going to make but, you know but it. But now I'm you, realizing. If you battle me, you basically tell me you think you really than me. So I'm going to make you know how you're not. <laughs> But basically, basically now I realize that's kind of not what I care about. I don't really care about One that because it it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But I realize that it's just not really my interest. What I am interested in is like the voguing. It's a lot of athleticism that goes into it's a lot play of with it. Yes, it's a lot of talent. Stunts. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people. So I enjoy that. It's it's interesting because, you know, I come from that athlete background. <laughs> and you so are a dancer. I used to be. First of all, he still but, is. Get you a couple of shots in there, baby. You be. It's so extra. But yeah. I have a lot of fun with you when you have a couple of shots. He be dancing. Y'all, he be dancing with me and everything. But when he ain't got no shots, he be like posted up against the wall, being cool as Houston is good. It's rare that you'll catch me dancing in public ever. Get him a couple of shots. Don't give he me be, nothing. I don't like drinking. That's the like y'all problem. Y'all be trying to force ah. a cool ass nigga like me. <laughs> to drink when that I'm a smoker. Violent. I don't. I'm first a smoker. Of all, I'm I know. I know. Shut the fuck up. So <laughs> I'm a queen. Did you, you just call me a queen? How could you tell me to shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So. Ooh, anyways, and then you gonna just disregard? You're not gonna be like, baby. You know what? You're not a bitch. <laughs> so you're a queen. So, anyways, do you think that? Oh. Do and you, I still get the anyways. <laughs> okay, they're fine. You are a queen. Oh, no, don't say it now. Anyways, what was you saying? 
First of all, how does India already have to Because do? I am queen. Okay. That song is for you. Anyway, so do you think that trans men have <laughs> more privilege than trans women? Yeah. Why? Because you automatically inherit a uh, male privilege. Okay. That's if we're passable. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Now. Well, the truth is the truth. <laughs> now, but, and, the, and and no shade. The truth is the truth because with that idealism, when you look the part, you get the benefits of the of that part, and that's why straight people don't want to get outside of that part. <laughs> so it's. I think that it's a lot of. I think with some trans men, there's a lot of um, delusion in that aspect where. They swear that y'all are at the top of the food chain over trans men. Um, ba- baby, y'all don't be getting that backlash that we do. I've seen it. I have seen it. And I have seen, I have seen trans women get like slayed. Hmm. And then when it comes to a trans man, it's like, oh, no, it, it'd be in like the same space. In right. the same space. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, you trans women, we can tell you look like a you look like a man. You a nigga. Like I can I know a nigga when I see it. And then a trans a passable trans man will come and they'll be like, Look, this is the way you're supposed to do it. Oh. You're supposed to look this is what if that you on Beagle, right? Yeah. But but those are but like that's a space where people are like able to express themselves because <laughs> bitch you behind a computer and a keyboard. <laughs> And, and, and you get paid for drama on there. Uh, I think that you get your your beans. I, mm, regardless of like <laughs> making it spicy or not, there's some truth that goes into these situations about how people feel, and they <laughs> like the trans trans men get a little bit more praise than trans women because if we look good, if you look good, if you look passable. But if a trans but, woman look good too, I've seen um, her. Mm-mm. It's still like that's a nigga. Mm-mm. That's it's like, a nigga. Yeah, it's and like it's <laughs> like oh, I'm gonna play in your face and say oh, I can tell you know I can't tell. I'm gonna make up all these. Oh, you got big chins or not big chins? Oh, you got big elbows or you got <laughs> long extended pinkies? That's how I know. Oh, wait a minute, the ears was too big. That's how you know it's a nigga. Oh, wait a minute, it's the kneecaps. Actually, it's the kneecaps. And we make all types of bullshit ass reasons once they people, once you tell them that you're trans people always bring up my hands they be like they be clocking your <laughs> i tell them they be like let me see your hand oh well did you know what but still there's a lot of men with small hands but yeah it is like with my measurements that shit is always out of stock when it's like some good shit in the men's department yeah, like mm-hmm. even when I went shopping for cowboy boots the other day, like my size is so popular, it was barely any selections. You said you was gonna go with me when you go sh- um cowboy boots shopping because I knew what cheap place to go to. Okay, we can always go. I need some more ones. I got some black ones. I need some brown ones. I wish you got off at five so we could go by. Oh, actually, you know what? You could. You could come on my lunch. Yeah. Anyways, so. Anyways, um, so I think <laughs> back to what you were saying about trans men and so uh, 
clocky days. I think that y'all get more. I think that that assumption comes along due to y'all having more visibility in the trans community with the trans community and y'all are more of the focus in the trans community. Like if people are focusing on nonprofit stuff, it seems like all the benefits are towards trans women. Cause they've done it's the kinda, work, it, but, but it's because it, they've done the work to be visible. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's, there's a reason why it's not just like, Oh, you're a trans woman. We're going to give it to you. No, it's because the bitch has been putting in work since the beginning of time, like in the land before time. That's how long bitches. It's kind of like, Oh yeah. It it, it's kind of like, Oh yeah. We, we get trans funding, but this is for the trans women. Y'all are men. So y'all can take care of yourselves. You know, and you got the privilege to your big one. But what I'm saying, it's like, y'all have male privilege. You'll figure it out. It's not giving it. Get your own funding. Not in every space. Oh, it's not. This is at. for trans. Yes, it's for trans. And, you know what? But you want to know something? This is for trans, but but it's going to be for trans women. But no, no. There are, I think, I agree with that. I agree (laughs) with certain things be certain for just trans women and then certain things just for trans men. Let me get it. Let me get it. It seems like trans men. Let me get the whole opinion out, Z. Dang, why you got to interrupt me? Can I finish my thought process? I'm sorry, I can't interrupt black women. Go ahead. Thank you. So back to us. Back to what I was saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I just wanted to be extra. Go ahead, babe. But yeah, um, I do think that y'all get more recognition when it comes to the trans community. Um, are trans men kind of climbing that ladder? I do yes. think so. The more that we're visible the more that the guys are seeing there's benefits to being visible. I actually don't agree with that now. What you mean? With trans women being on the forefront anymore. I think y'all still are. I think that we are the, we are the majority, but it isn't as like it used to be. It used to be like now they'll only, bring, but now, now, now they'll bring trans in some men trans. are being considered. That's true. But it seems weird because it's like they'll like when they put articles about us and stuff, it's like he still gets his period and he's a man. Well, I think that that's important. But with y'all, it's like, it's not like her balls dropped, but she's still a woman. (laughs) First of all, what the fuck does that have to do with a period? (laughs) I'm just saying. And there being equality and people like AFAB people. Well, she's not not feeling uncomfortable when they go buy um, fucking pads. That's just for women. She's not pickled, but she could still have kids if she wanted to. It's not headlines. It's not headlines. I I think you're trying to make it something and it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Okay. (laughs) Cause no, I don't, mm -mm. it don't correlate for me. (laughs) Okay. No, okay. Explain it in a different way because it just seems like, cause like I even saw this gay guy. And I think it is, it, I think it is genuine cur- uh, 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 curiosity at times. But he asks this one trans guy, I, need, I have a question. Do you still get a period? I did the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of was like, ugh. And that the, is the guy, so cringy. The guy kept it so cool, though. He kind of was like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, but it's kind of like also i think there's some genuine curiosity but with us is almost it's always kind of like picking apart 
um, your our, our AFAB functioning of our of our uterus is your uterus functioning? Like I don't know how to explain it. Well, yeah, they do that with trans women. They'd be like, "Do you got a do you got a pussy? Or you got a dick?" That's the first thing they. Ask. Okay, that that is After the same they know thing. Pretty that much, you're but... trans. They be like, "Oh, you got a pussy? Or you got a dick?" I guess that's their way of asking us if we have a pussy or letting it be known we have pussy. No, that's their way of confirming what hearsay. Like maybe, how do you? Why would you preference that question? Are you, you still getting a period? If I got a period, that would be you also asking me if I have a vagina still. So it's kind of like two birds and one stone. It depends on how you you look at that, but okay. <laughs> like maybe it's I don't know shit because I feel like that could be a slick way of asking if you it have a vagina. Be, yeah, yeah, like two truths could be <laughs> the, the same. Yeah, it could be, or it could just be that you know you already know. You've heard that trans men can't have periods when they're on testosterone, but you're not sure, and so you want to ask. Yeah. I mean, there could be so many things. Do you feel like um, ballroom welcomes trans men? Like, do you feel like... Yes. I wish that trans men would walk more categories, but I think the hardest thing is um, competing with cis gay men, because that's what they would have to do in... Well, it seems like the it seems like problematic. It seems like the focus is on realness with trans men, though. It seems like that's the main. That's the only category category. most trans men walk, but they have been venturing out. There are some men that are doing their big ones, Mm -hmm. but um, it's doing body in doing body. uh, I've rarely seen. I've rarely seen like a face uh, category where trans men have uh, went against the cis men yeah you know what um, I mean? or voguing right i've never um, i've never seen a trans man vote i feel like i've seen it once but out of like a joking way yeah i don't think it was like for real voguing i mean that would be interesting i would watch that because you know I, I care for voguing i actually like voguing but and i don't think you would have to be a gay trans man to do it no either. i think that it's fine because i've had like for after legendary was done i had cis gay uh straight man um well identifying that <laughs> why you say well identifying because everybody identifies with something so they um <laughs> okay they uh they were like oh i would i like the way vogue is i would love to learn how to do it not as feminine but i would love to learn how to do it because it looks fun and and Hmm. entertaining so i i agree i think that you don't have to be well i'm I'm just saying that you don't have to be necessarily gay to learn how to vogue yeah so have you had any or feminine have you had any like gay cis men come up on you like trying to holler uh, it, if it has happened, I didn't know it, and it was really rare. Very, very. Has rare. it happened or not? Oh yes, yeah. No, actually, yeah, I didn't. There was one time, but other than that, no. How do you feel about trans women dating gay cis men? I think that it may be easier. Really? Yeah, because they're already in the queer space, so it's like the only thing that you got to deal with. It, sometimes it's like their ignorance about transness or you still got to deal with their misogyny. Some of them still are misogynistic towards women. Like they still benefit from the privilege of being a man. So like some of them still believe in like those binary roles, even though they're not necessarily 
being binary themselves. So how do you like it's some it's some I've seen some uh trans women express they don't want to have to compete with gay men. I thought about that. When I was younger I would say that that oh I you know, I don't want to be <laughs> with a gay man because like I can never be a man. So like why would you what would what would you find interesting in me and then like 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 I I would think that your attraction to men would would always be there so then I'm competing with men but when you you when you think about it mm-hmm. regardless of how who who someone is attracted to it's their loyalty mm-hmm. that makes the difference in any mm-hmm. sexuality or gender expression can be disloyal right so exactly so but and that's always something you know, I'm openly bisexual now. You know out of everybody how much I struggled. Your bisexuality with. is very like, like, okay, like we got the spectrum like the of wind. sexuality and we got bisexual right here. You kind of like, bisexual is right here. You kind of like, right here. Like you're not all the way bisexual, but you, well, I'll do it if, that's just what I feel like doing, but I don't always feel like that. You see what I'm saying? But that's always something that, like, it's not something where but I just. But you have said that you could be in relationships with, like, a trans man. And I think that is, like, extreme because I still a man. So maybe I should take that back. I'm going to snatch that back. You are bisexual, unlike the. I don't, I couldn't date a trans guy. I already tried. You know that. <laughs> you know that and it just I just have connection with uh women emotional all the way 100% never been an issue but anyways so um, do you think that you could like okay. um, maybe I asked you this off air no just ask it just ask it no I'm gonna yeah just ask it so do you feel like you could be in a polyamorous relationship <laughs> with a cis man and not actually be in it like it'd be a business thing no and a sexual thing that's a waste of not. time it's a waste of time to me i just can't picture myself being in a relationship mind you i already been in relationships with boys a lot of people say well i don't count because you didn't transition yet i've been in relationships with boys when i was younger like middle school and ninth grade and high school and i've always had boys pursue me even after i came out you know what i'm saying like was there always some curiosity there about them and are am i able to say when a man is attractive yes but it's never been as deep to where I can even claim myself to be fully bisexual. Like, I'm where you said, like, I'm not all the way there with bisexuality because I'm not able to fully be emotionally attached to them. I tried. But, but, but see, that's why I say, like, in a sexual uh, business type of way, not actually yeah. being Sexual with, business? What the fuck like, does that <laughs> sexual business like okay so what i mean is like sexually being with them yeah not being specifically attached to them but like in a business way where they're like 
they're super financially stable. So like you benefit from their stability also. Not I would saying rather, that that's the only reason why you would be there and like you're doing some leech type shit, but I'm saying like that rather, being the the qualifications. I would rather make my own bread and be on that on, on my own level of that financially stability to the point where a motherfucker would be in a relationship with them just because of the financial stability. <laughs> Okay, babe. Um, that dude, that kind of fucked me up. I'm like, wait a minute, bitch. What? Oh, okay, we can go to the next subject. But yeah, but so so it's clear there's how, no relationship. How, so how is when you try a pussy? Wait, what's the question? How was it when you tried pussy? How was it? We mean tried it. How was it when you had pussy? Oh, like the first time or like in general? How was it when you had pussy? All the moments you've had it. Even if that means head. (laughs) Now. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Right. The right. intimacy of it was amazing, but intimacy. Well, the in, uh was it a cuckold? No, it wasn't. The um <laughs> intercourse of it was amazing, but the head part is questionable depending on who it is. Um my first experience was a little sour. Um so a little tart a little bit. And then the was it like, more tart? Or... But, the, but, but this, it, it, I don't know. Because, you know, pussy has a salty naturally. No, t- it natural was, no. Taste. Let me, let me speak so it was it, was it tart or sour, puss? It was sour. Boots. So let me tell you why, though. This bitch had a reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> we were performing for some piece of trade. Well, I was. Mm-hmm. Did you sense that she was though? Because some of them it gave that, but it them, gave even like, though they not into it. Yeah, I it gave she was performing because we never did anything like that again. But it could have been curiosity. I think it was both. I think it was both. Yeah, both were experimenting with each other. Yeah, and um, are you bisexual then? If no, you can engage was, with a woman, well, I don't. No, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's tricky because it's like because like I think I'm if sorry. I had a sex change, it would be different. <laughs> but like some bitches, like okay, well, what's the point? Because like it would be better being a woman with a dick attracted to another woman. Because damn bitch, oh, it's this couple. But it's, it's this couple, even though they're white. The cis woman is fine. And then the the trans woman, she all right, she cute. They're a couple, and they have like they make content together. I think it's so, a, it's it's attractive because you can tell they genuinely are attracted to each other. But yeah, go ahead. So I don't watch <laughs> lesbian porn. And I definitely don't I, watch I, I trans di- porn. I dive into it I now, every now and then. I, I think I, I come I, across I, I watch it. I watch a couple T-girls before. 
I only like to see them fuck <laughs> niggas. Oh. Well, not only like to see them fuck niggas, but it, I like that. I think we're veering way off the topic. Okay, so are you bisexual or not? So I think that it is like I'm on a line <laughs> with you because I feel like I would have the full bisexual experience with a cis woman if I had a sex change because I don't mm-hmm. think that I don't know. I think I would Logic. rather top mentally niggas. for me it would be I ain't gonna it's lie. not go it's I don't know. I would rather top niggas. I think that's what the issue is. You would rather fuck them. Yeah, like if I had a dick. But wait, 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 wait. What do you mean that's what the issue is? So that would help with the yeah, attraction? Yeah, I think, I think that would make me feel less annoyed but about what the kind situation. Of because they see what me kind? they see me as a power bottom for whatever Why? reason. So what kind of nigga? And though? I think it's because my genitalia. But yeah, anyways. It's, 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 it's misogyny. And, <laughs> but what, what, what kind of nigga? More so on the straight spectrum. And I know that, that that's just if. I know that sounds like fairytale land because it is. And that's why I don't see. Because I am I would have How to have a sex change. And then I would have to be with a dude more on the straight spectrum. That's a fucking fairytale. You think so? Yeah, because if they're on the straight spectrum, they like women mostly. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> it's so ugly for that. <laughs> exactly. It, it, that's, it that's probably the, the spectrum gets tricky. Exactly. The spectrum, so, def, the sexuality spectrum gets tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah, like it's something about the fact that I don't have bomb surgery. And engaging with them and the thought of even being in a relationship is something that, you know, I've always struggled with my sexuality to the point where I was in denial about being bisexual. Like, I'm like, if I didn't have a vagina, I would not be fucking with them. I still feel that way, you know. I still feel that way. Like, <laughs> so if you had a sex change, you wouldn't be fucking with them? I don't think so. Like all the all the girls. Do you girls, feel like if you would have kept your virginity to yourself, it would have made a difference? Well, you did keep it to yourself. Yeah, I did. Like, like I basically like, took my yeah, own virginity. Yeah, but do you yeah. feel like if you hadn't experimented with um, cis men first, that your uh, the way you view your sexuality would have been different? Because I think that I feel like if I had yeah. fucked a nigga, then I wouldn't <laughs> want to fuck them. Oh, you mean top? Yeah. I feel like if I hadn't had that experience, then right. I wouldn't care for and it. I, I because I was, I was a sex change. And I'm still, a, I still feel, I still want a sex change, but I was like, it almost a touch me not. Me too. Kind of like you. And I regret that shit now because it was a lot of girls, like fine ass girls that wanted to give me head. And I was just like, no, like a pussy. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel that way. I felt like, but that's the reason I did it how I did it. Like I broke my own hymen because I didn't want a dude to have that opportunity. You didn't want to have that experience. And then with me, with them, not even that experience, I didn't want them to have that power. See what I'm saying? 
And so you feel like giving a man that that opportunity to do that is relinquishing a certain amount of power. Yeah, like I didn't want no because nigga to have the the, the 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 satisfaction of saying they broke my hymen or took. But my you know, it, it, that's all in perspective, right? Some people feel like even though you did you did break your hymen after <laughs> yeah um, but i see it how i see it and yeah the first dude i ever fucked with he was a straight man and i was transitioning but this is what they tell you too like the spectrum is deep it is and it and that's mainly who I was experimenting with because at that time, and mind you, I started transitioning already. So when I was experimenting, it was never with gay men. And so I think that's kind of where a part of that I couldn't date a gay man comes from because when I wasn't passable, they wasn't fucking with it. Like, and then there was the straight man that knew that I didn't want more than it was some of them that wanted more with me than just casual, uh, intercourse, but some of them just wanted they kinda, legacy. They get it. That's all the niggas do, but they Ooh. just want fucking babies. Yeah. But that, that rarely came up with straight dudes with the gay dudes. They tell me that all the time. But I rarely had a straight dude say they want to give me prayer. Maybe one, but he was like a childhood crush. Like, we've been friends since childhood, and he been drooling over me since childhood. And then later on in adulthood, we... It's a fetish for them. And then also, it's reality. Like, a lot of them have to find alternative ways to have children. So a lot of them... they rather be with a trans man, somebody look like a man, versus a cis woman. I get that. Yeah, and that's their segue into having children. Some of them have done that with trans Yeah, I'm not no spring chicken. With them and... I'm not no spring chicken. I see through all that shit. I see through all of it. And (laughs) that don't fool me. And yeah, but anyways... The type of dudes that I'm attracted to is rare that I'm attracted to a guy in general. And it's mainly just about their genitals, if it is. Like big dicks and stuff. Like they could be the most prettiest guy. But what's the dick size for you? If they like, could be the most be like, prettiest guy, but if they have a micro penis, it's like... It's, it's a chalk. Yeah. It's a it's no. So, but what is the size for you? Like, like can you show us... A, Normal, average. At like, least average. This... Big, at least, at least average. Like, like, like What's the average size of a penis? It's I don't know. I think it's actually five. Five inches. Ain't that average though? I would say if that's the case, I would say a little above average. I think it's six. I would say seven. It's six. Is, the average is six. Seven is the cap. So the average is six. Okay, but I'm saying for me, <laughs> seven is the cap of how little. And that's mainly what it's about. But like, for instance, before, before I even engaged with men sexually, there was still some attraction there. Like, just before I even know about sex, like when I was younger. So I don't know. It's pretty tricky. It's not like I sit there and just fantasize about men. I'm just like, it's to the point but where I. That's how complex sexuality in a yeah it's and i don't think people really give it really talk about that and it's complicated to talk about because people don't believe that you can be both it's like you either one or the other 
Well, then it also depends on that person's perception. Like, for instance, with with straight people, you really like men deep down, but you just lose you choosing to live this lifestyle. You have some women that's like, oh, you fuck with niggas? Well, you just like niggas then. I'm not cool with that. I can't compete with that. And, you know, a lot of women bring up they don't want to have to compete with a man and blah, blah, blah. And then to me, it's tiring because it's like, bro, if only you knew how much astronomically I like women versus men and how much emotionally more attached I am to women versus men where it comes naturally. Like my first loves have always been cis straight girls. Like that's just what it is. I can't help that. Like I can't help my sexuality. You you think I'm lying? It sounds like a personal problem. But you know, I the beauty of that is that, you know, we all have preferences and we're all entitled to it. So And then you were my first trans woman I ever been with. Have I tried to talk to you? You were my first trans man I ever been with. And then when we met each other, we both know that we both, you were seeking men. I was seeking women on the app. It wasn't like I was seeking you out. It was just like, oh, this is how it's, this is, this is what's up. Because I had already talked to two trans women before that. They weren't feeling me. Especially one, I didn't tell her I was trans till <laughs> maybe like a month later. And you were a pussy stunting. And well, she ain't dick know, stunting. she ain't know that I was a trans guy. And I told her and she stopped talking to me. She ghosted me. So, you know, I already had issues with trans women, but I was still down with it. And I had approached you like, are you into trans men? And you was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Come to find out you talked to a couple, but never met them. I nope. talked to a couple, never met them. So it was pretty interesting. It was. Because yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, you know, what to expect when y'all ball headed at, well, you had dreads at the time. When you was coming <laughs> up the escalator, I was like, because I wanted to get into your realness and I bet you were trying to get into mine too. I was like, nervous. I don't even remember. Like, I remember already thinking you were super real. So you, I remember like when we were in the movies, you wouldn't even look at me. We was in like, the movies. No, it was like. What I'm supposed to do just be like this. <laughs> the movie playing on the screen. No. They, they the movies. I'm just like. And you can't hear nothing. You wouldn't even be to hear a conversation. I'm supposed to just look at you. No, I, you look nervous. You look. I was nervous, but I'm just saying, like the movies kind of makes it awkward for a first date because you can't really talk. Dinner is more of the ideal date, but because you like movies so much, <laughs> it was perfect I said, for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was. It was cute. It was cute. I just remember you sat straight up the whole time. I was like, "Damn, this motherfucker like a statue." I said, "You were that's what you <laughs> just remember." Just like that, you st- you just stood straight up. That's what you remember. <laughs> yeah, you was you was so into the movie. I don't even know what we saw. What we saw? I don't remember either. I just know our song is that Daniel Caesar song. Mm-hmm. Um. I just know that was an interesting night and we talked afterwards by the uh, waterfall. Mm-hmm. The same fountain that we had our last conversation with Monica Roberts. Wow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think about that, huh? Yeah. It's a lot of little stuff that happened by that little water fountain. <laughs> 
Dang. Yeah. R.I.P. Monica Roberts. Yeah, she was. A um, Google Monica Roberts. She <laughs> is somebody. She had. She won Glad Awards. She was that girl. So to close out the combo, the first, the 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 best memory I remember about Monica is we had took her home one time. And then I was trying to correct you on something. I was saying something, Daddy. trying to correct you. You know, just doing what I do. You know, I'd be just talking to you however I want to talk to you. <laughs> and then basically she wasn't having that. And she was, she said something like, like we were just going back and forth. It wasn't nothing serious. It was yeah, something we, real we light. always do. And then she was like, Oh no, she, she got it right. She knew, she knew what she was saying. Something like that. Or she, she said she something right. She corrected you also. Yeah, she, she was, was kind of. Like, talk to her like that. <laughs> it was kind of like that, but it was yeah. like, she got it. She knew what she was saying. Or something like that. But it was in a nice way. It was really sweet. But One I didn't about- get offended by her. I kind of was just like, damn, did she put me in my place just now? Yes. <laughs> I kind of felt that way. But you know, she was always a fucking lady. <laughs> regardless of the situation she was a fucking lady yeah she was but yeah right. shout out to all the trans women you know what I'm saying I don't got no beef with women and trans women in general I don't got no beef with nobody I know that every demographic could be trash ass people cause we all people and, the, and we all fall short of God's glory in the name of Jesus. So, you know, so I held everybody to an individual level. I'm still standing like a statue. And we here. motherfucking in, down. Tw- in, in 2023. Off top, I love everybody. What about you? I love everybody. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm die. Saying, I don't. By default, I love everybody till you show me otherwise. Your true colors. By default, I respect everybody. But I'm by default, like, I, don't I love, love everybody. everybody so that's deep for me to love somebody. Yeah, it is. I'm, I don't love everybody. I'll talk, I love all God's children. I respect but... all God's children. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't love everybody. I, I don't respect I re- all God's children because I can love you and I respect you. That's a very good, that's an interesting point, but I could respect you and not love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mia. Well, thank you for joining me on the Time About Podcast. Thank you for joining. Now I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. No. Thank you for joining. Now I'm talking about. <laughs> We're talking about, um, thank, thank you for joining. Now I'm talking about podcast. Thanks for joining. Now I'm talking about podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and this was cute or whatever. Thanks for having me, Steam. Mm, yeah, you're welcome. Bye. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Hold up.